When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, Linz, what do you got? Well, earlier this morning, Bank of America customers began reporting issues with payments processed through the money transfer service Zelle, which led to a lot of money disappearing from people's accounts. Oh, no. Yes. And so customers went on Twitter and they were freaking out as soon as they noticed that they were missing funds, which, you know, oh, boy. Well, most people would freak out if that, that happened to them. Yeah. Um, but... Bank of America said that they're aware of the issue. It's mostly worked out, and customers are starting to get their funds back now. So make sure if you're a Bank of America customer, check your account. Make sure everything's legit. Mm. Out on That's Bank of crazy, America. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Used to use them. Out on them. Same. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of banks, man, it's just one reason or another to be out on them. Yeah, no, no. It's it's like I was out on Wells Fargo, too, you know? Um but I don't even like. It's not like a like a statement. Like I'll never go back. You just I don't know. I, I used them for a while, and then I just decided to just move to one bank. But yeah, that's too bad. That sucks. Because man, if all of a sudden you saw a bunch of your money gone, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, of today, course. George, I got a text from American Express, and they're like, "Hey, did you just try and uh, buy a plane ticket on United for four hundred ninety nine dollars? Press one if yes. Press two if no. And press three if you want to stop receiving these." And I'm like, I press two. I'm like, no, I didn't do that. And I, American Express called me. They're like, dude, our fraud department picked this up. I'm like, well, what did you see? What was the pattern? I, big deal, a plane ticket. Apparently, somebody got my my Amex, and they they got a $1 charge at like a, an RV place. And then once it went through. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's Then they works. go to $499 to, for a plane ticket. So they picked up the pattern, American Express, and they shut me down. That happened to me once, and the person bought a ticket to Abu Dhabi. Wow! And I was like, it was like six hundred bucks, and I was like, I want to go there. I'll take really? the ticket. Really, six hundred bucks only? It's not too yeah. bad. Maybe it was more than that. I just remember it being like six. I don't know, but it was definitely Abu Dhabi. So I was like, I'll take it. Mm. I'll go. Yeah, but that's usually the move. They charge like a small amount first, and then they go for a big amount. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I asked the American Express guy, and he told me. He said yeah. that's the deal. That's how we know. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 super. Like they do it all the time. When it's happened to me, that's always how it works. It's always like a. A dollar, two dollars, three dollars, and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. And Amex immediately shuts it right down. They're like, hey, we're shutting down your card. We're shutting down your account. Yeah. They're like, we'll have a new card to you in a couple of days, but um, we're yeah. shutting this thing down. Amex is good. Yeah, they're good. It's pretty impressive. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cappy Beto and Whittier uh, has tweeted to the show in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. And he said, I heard the Fulton Ford commercial uh, earlier today as well at 6 a.m. this morning, and I was ready to run through a wall for Abe. Well, it's your new man crush. He is. I mean, I I'm like the story you told I want yesterday. you to meet him. I, I do. I see. I want you to meet him. First of all, you are a story guy, right? Like, you love stories. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know And that. you love great storytellers. This dude, Christopher met him. Christopher met him because he did the commercials with him. I'm telling you, you will be blown away. Like, when I, I know that car dealerships have like this, like, weird, like, stigma to them. This dude, like, he literally started as a porter 
at a car dealership. I'm not even joking when I tell you that. Like he was literally washing and parking cars. Okay, mm -hmm. that's how he started in that business. Um, like he, this guy has worked his way up. He is a military guy. Like he is his story. The story I told you about the counselor in high school yeah. is already one thing. He has like 17 other stories like that in the day I met him that he told me that I was just like blown away at how much that guy has overcome and use that to help other people. It's just fascinating stuff. Yeah. And I also right. love I also love people who support the military. And uh, it sounds like he's really into that, too. So I'm down. I'm down with Honest Abe. Yeah. Love Honest Abe from Fullerton Ford. Go go I'm, again. We're, you're never going to hear them talk about like prices there they're gonna be they want to sell you on being part of their family like they want to create a community like you and i did the sedano and cab circle of trust so there you go maybe there um, should be an honest ape circle of trust speaking of which uh mm. the circle of trust has uh responded uh to, to the tw sliwa and uh, <laughs> there's a lot of funny memes in there <laughs> about sliwa and trudell at the moment so just uh, if you want to go in there in here let me see what's going on in the circle of trust here today yeah yeah, a lot of stuff in there. Had my phone plugged in. I'll have to unplug and jump in here and see what's going on. Is there yeah, any? Yeah. There's, is there quality content in here today? Yeah. Uh, so here's uh, Dead Meow Five says Slee was the guy who walks into the empty bathroom and uses the urinal right next to you, laughing my ass off. Hmm. Um, Joe says, "Let bros be bros." With a handshake. Emoji. Right. I mean, like we, we're all just bros. It's cool. I know. Yeah. I know that Lindsay and Laura thought it was really disgusting that here, again, you got to remember, you can paint the picture. Trudell is standing there at the urinal doing his bidding. Um, Sliwa walks in and just gives him a little tap on the shoulder, like, hey, buddy, how are you? Like, didn't push him into the urinal like a jerk, you know? Like, just a little tap, like, hey, man, a little love tap. Do you know how many germs float around in the air when you're, like, mm -hmm. at the urinal? That's gross. Right, but, mm -hmm. but, but Trudell's not getting touched. Like with skin to skin, it's just. It's I, I know, but it, I'm talking about it. It is weird. It is. I got to be honest. It, it, the more I've thought about it, it, is a little strange. No, it's very strange. It's not a little strange because he didn't ask permission. He was. He literally was doing his business, and he went there and went tap tap. That's yeah. weird. Alex the gardener, by the way, in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, has the best uh, tweet. It, what like, does he say? Like, What's the Alex gift. the gardener? It's a it's a guy at the urinal, and then like the urinal being completely empty. There's like twenty urinals, and the guy comes into the bathroom and he goes right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, Cappy. Though I feel like you'd do the same thing. No, I like to go as far away, and I like to be. Oh, I'll, okay, like, good. I'll, I'll, I'll even go to the little urinal. Yeah, you know, I'll go to the little guy urinal. Yeah. They have little guy urinals? Yeah, there's, no, yeah, there's like for like kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah like big guy urinals urinal. and little guy urinals. I did not know and that. And for like smaller people, yes, yes. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, no, it's true. It's very true, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, Johnny uh, says he's always banked at credit unions and no complaints. See, that is true. I've never heard a complaint from a credit union person. All right. I'm ready to go, Johnny. By the way, I Googled yeah. this really quick. Yeah. And there's been a lot of tests done on this. And there's fecal bacteria flooding the bathroom air. Like, you know, they're exaggerating. But it, it as aspiration gets into the air. Yeah. And? It's like, you know, there's there's stuff coming out of places. And then it's it's in the air. And there's when all you flush and it spins so fast that stuff gets into the atmosphere, yes. basically. Right. What but saying. what does that have to do with Sliwa touching Trudell on his shoulder on his clothes? I mean, if you don't want, like, I, I can picture it in my head why it's gross, and if you don't get it, then we're, I'll just move on. Yeah, no, it's, it, I, I don't think it's nearly as unsanitary as you think. Okay. I mean, we're guys. We're in locker rooms. Okay, we'll you know? agree to disagree, okay? I mean, you ever been in a locker room with a guy? I mean, yeah, you ever seen I, what guys I, do in locker rooms? Yes. It's disgusting. That's why I don't do locker rooms anymore. I mean, this guy at this, this gym that I just joined, you know, I saw this guy blow-drying himself the other day. 
you know, with a blow dryer. Like they have blow dryers in the locker room. Right. This guy not blow drying his head. This guy got his foot up on like the stool and he's that's blow gross. drying his you know what's. Yeah, that's gross, bro. Disgusting. Horrible. Yeah. Wait, you know what this says? It says that you're constantly turning over skin that's literally covered in microbes while you're in the bathroom. I'm going to send you this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. Maybe I'm Maybe you'll put think my differently, mask back Cappy. on. There's Cappy. Mars and Staffa in the air. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Uh, so let's, speaking of thinking differently, we may need to think differently about the quarterback position in the National Football League based on the potential carousel that could be happening. So you and I talked about Derek Carr and Tom Brady, uh, which we can continue discussing here in a moment. But now we got Aaron Rodgers back mm-hmm. into this mix. I mean, mm-hmm. did you see what Aaron Rodgers did today on the Pat McAfee show? I did, as a matter of fact. All right, so Laura, Lindsay, do we have that audio? Because I'd yes. love for people to hear whatever. I mean, we're doing this again, like a trilogy now with Aaron Rodgers. Like, go ahead, play the cut. From he was asked basically whether he'll play for the Packers next year. Do I still think I can play? Of course, of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah, the highest. I think I can win MVP again. In the right situation. Um, Right situation? Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. Um, but I don't think you should shut down any, you know, opportunity. Like I said, during the season, it's got to be, you know, both uh, both sides, uh, you know, like actually wanting, you know, to work together moving forward. And uh, I think there's, you know, more conversations to be had. Now, mm. you know what it sounds like to me there, Cappy? Tell me what you think. It sounds like to me he's opening the door for wanting to be traded again, but doesn't want to actually come out and say it. Yeah, or like starting to set up the Packer fan base and the management. Like, yo, dude, I am ready to go. Because the key phrase I hear is, in the right situation. So I guess he's not in the right situation. And as far as like doing this every year, I mean, this is kind of this is what the offseason is, George. The first thing that happens is we got to decide whether or not Sean McVay is going to come back. Then we got to decide what Aaron Rodgers is planning on doing. These are all like, you know, pieces of the offseason. Sean McVay, check. Aaron Rodgers, not there yet. He's going to play. The question but, is, right, because he's he not going to give up $59 million. Nobody no, would. No. The question is, where is he going to play? And if I were the Packers and I said this to you last year, I would have gotten out of the Aaron Rodgers business a long time ago. I agreed then. and I. But here's the thing. Now, I would have gotten out last year because he was coming off two MVPs. Now he doesn't look as good, right? Like he had a, a, a bad season by his standards. Let me ask you this. If you were the Rams and I said to you, you could have Aaron Rodgers next year or Matthew Stafford next year, who would you rather have? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers' point is, I could do what Matt Stafford did. Like if I could find a team that was kind of ready and just needed me. I go there, win a Super Bowl, yeah. win an MVP, and be done. Right. Just and I think that that's that possible. Yeah, it's not going to be the Rams. I think the Rams, I like the Trey Lance thing more for the Rams, like a long-term thing. Although Niner fans are in my mentions now saying, the Niners would never trade with the Rams. I mean, maybe they won't. I think that's kind of stupid. I'm with J- John Ireland It makes always makes a great point with this stuff. I would just make the best deal. I don't care who it would be with. If the Niners traded Trey Lance to the Rams, it kind of gives you an idea of what they think about Trey Lance and also what they think about Brock Purdy you know it's not all negative on Lance it's just positive on Purdy yeah right I would agree with that uh Cappy let's continue this conversation on the other side plus I want to get Cowboy fans have lost their mind we got to get into this with the Cowboy fans 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. You big corn guy? Yellowstone. No, not really. <laughs> Me neither, actually. Like, like Darvin Ham, like Sean McVay. No, no not really. Not really. I ha- I've not seen Yellowstone either. Yeah, I don't. I don't know I, Yellowstone. Everybody says well, it's great. I got to yeah, see that in White yeah. Lotus. It's basically like the new Dallas, basically. Except oh, I heard Kevin Costner now. Oh, I heard it was more like um, it was like a it's Cowboys like Succession, Cowboys Succession. Yeah. Oh, I heard Cowboys Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, Cowboys Succession because it's about money. So there's that. Oh, so. I haven't seen. I mean, it. Game of Thrones sort of is about power. So there's that too. So I guess. Well, let me ask my wife if she's seen. Now, has anybody seen White Lotus? Because I have not started yes. it yet. No, but my no. wife was watching White, Lo- it's, White Lotus. It's my yeah. favorite show over like the past 10 years. Wow. Okay. Love it. All right. I don't yeah. think that you'll... I feel like you're going to be like, oh, it's too hard to follow. I don't know what's going on. White Lotus? Yes. Well, I got to watch it from the beginning. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying it's it's one of those shows where like everything comes together at the end, like the last episode. So there's well, like you're you're wondering what's going on like the whole show. All right. Well, I mean, listen, I loved Breaking Bad. I've I've yeah, gotten into better Kel. calls. She's not so. watching. She's not watching the Yellowstone show. She's not watching it anymore. Or she no, did she, she give up. No, on she it? never watched it. She watches oh. White Lotus. Okay, White Lotus, not Yellowstone. Oh, jeez. Correct. Two shows, multiple colors. She's choosing White Lotus over White Yellowstone. White Lotus is the HBO show. Yeah, got to check it out. Got to check that out. While I'm there, I also got to check out this Elvis movie. Anybody seen this Elvis movie? Yeah, it's not. No, I heard good. it's not I that heard great. It sucks. Yeah, I it's heard not. it's terrible. I know it's that's annoying. why I need that's, to see it. That's the best way to put it. Is it's an annoying movie. And I heard the guy who plays Elvis has has like now turned his whole life into. He thinks he's like Elvis everywhere he goes now. Is that right? Yes, he still really? has the accent. Yes, Ooh, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, like when Val Kilmer became Jim Morrison. You know, like wouldn't stop being Jim Morrison. That's what I've heard anyway. I freaking haven't seen love Val Kilmer. Did you see his documentary? It's so good. No, I haven't seen it. It's great. Oh, oh, documentaries. Did you guys see the, um, I don't know if it's old or new, but I just came across it. Don't pick up the phone. Yeah, that's weird. That no, what's was that all about? Oh so, my God. What's that, don't pick was, up the phone about? So it's basically about a hoax caller that would call like, well, I don't want to say the, the restaurants, fast food chains and have the manager 
basically like harass and sexually assault some employees. It was like the weirdest thing ever. Okay. Mm. Haven't seen that one. And you guys also recommended another one like- um, The hitchhiker one? No, no. No, not the, the hitchhiker. Yeah, it was like that one. The, yeah. the God forbid or oh my God or something like that, God right? forbid is good because it's that one's good got too. a big tie into sports. So oh, you really? like that, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll check it There's out. There's a lot of good ones. I didn't and like through I all didn't the like, serving. What was yeah. the one with the lady with the infomercials with the uh, Miss Cleo? Miss Cleo. I didn't find yeah. that interesting. Call yeah, me you didn't now. like it. You text about that. Yeah, I didn't find that interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, what I find interesting though Tell me. is all these cowboy fans all of a sudden thinking they're going to the Super Bowl because they had one win in the first time in like 30 years or whatever the hell it's been. I mean, listen. Here's what I'd say to the cowboy fans: uh, Don't get crazy over beating Tom Brady. Now, look. Hold on. Relax, everybody relax for a second. I know what you're saying. Come on, Cap. You said Tom Brady was going to win. You said Tom Brady in the NFC Championship. You said this is Tom Brady's time of year. That's true. Said all that. But you went down there and you beat him down. And your quarterback, Dak Prescott, probably played the best game of his entire career. You played great. You won the game. Brady's team looked horrible. They're dropping wide-open passes. Offensive line can't protect anybody. The list goes on and on. Brady looks old and slow, whatever. Now you're playing a real team. But now you're playing against a team that's won 11 straight games and has found something this year, you know? This is their third quarterback. George, this is very bizarre and unusual for a team to make it this far with their third quarterback. I mean, sometimes, okay, backup quarterback, guy, guy catches some magic, but third quarterback, rookie like this, at home, I mean, Cowboy fans, you got you to gotta expect Dak. He's going to have to play just as well as he played against oh Tampa Bay. May, maybe better, to be honest with you. You're talking about a Niners team that's the best defense in the sport. Well, and, they the have the six be- and they have the sixth best defense. This is the 25th ranked Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense with Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Well, that's just it. And that, listen, um, I'm rooting for a big underdog this weekend like Jacksonville. But Jacksonville, yeah, great comeback. Amazing. Incredible. All time. But you're not playing the Chiefs on the road at Arrowhead. So, listen, I love good stories. And I, I, Dallas and San Francisco and the history of that rivalry oh my in God, the postseason. It's, incredible. it's awesome. Yeah, we, we should be thankful that that's what we're getting. But I just don't understand all this cowboy bravado other than they're just being cowboy fans. Like, that's it. But George, you got to understand. Like, is Jimmy Johnson on that sideline? Did I miss that, or is it Mike McCarthy still? Uh, yeah, Jimmy Johnson did not come back. No, he's yeah, he's yeah. long is done. Is Emmett yeah. Smith and Troy Aikman on this team, and like Michael Irvin? Did I miss that? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like this, yeah, this isn't them. Like, I, they I hadn't won a playoff game on the road since the team you just mentioned. Right, thirty go, years. Yeah, nineteen ninety three. Like so that's now, how far back you have to go. So now the Cowboy fans, and listen. There were a ton of them on Monday night at the 909 at Yamaba. We saw them all, George. We did. We didn't see a lot of Tampa fans showing up. No, definitely not. But there were Cowboy fans everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Cowboy fans have a very, uh, there's a unique relationship amongst Cowboy fans. When one Cowboy fan. Here we go. Here we go. Jason Murakami just tweeted in the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trump. What do you say? What do you say? If the Cowboys beat the 49ers, they're Super Bowl bound. Like we just like are just gonna completely bypass the fact that the Eagles or the Giants are a good team too. Like like, like yes. you're just this yes. is what that's, this is why Cowboy fans can't prosper because yeah. they've yet to beat the Niners and they're already talking about well if we beat the Niners we're going to the Super Bowl like forget the NFC title game. Well, the Niners are the team I think that everybody thinks got to be knocked out 
You know, well, but the Eagles are really good this year too. Like they we are, were talking about the before the Niners got Brock Purdy and were like and settled in with Brock Purdy, we were all sitting here saying, "Man, the Eagles are unstoppable right now." And then well, there's, got there's hurt. question marks. There's question marks about Hurts, obviously in his shoulder, and there's question marks about their offensive tackle Lane Johnson. So look, you're right. Cowboy fans are getting ahead of themselves, but Cowboy fans, oh my see God, other wait Cowboy a fans, yeah. Jonathan Watson just tweeted in the Sedano and Cap well, Circle of Trust. What's up, J Dub? Shout out. What up? And he says, emotional Mason has the Dallas Cowboys winning it all. That's true. He has been saying that to us. I mean, what the hell? What the hell is, you You got Cowboy fans who are desperate to get back to where they were literally 30 years ago, and they've made it past the first round, and now they got a shot at, at San Francisco, and, and they're banking on, this guy's a rookie quarterback. He was a third stringer. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Wait, at some point, second. it's got to fall apart. I mean, Dak Prescott wasn't a first-round pick either, for God's sake. He was in the, drafted in the fourth round out of Mississippi State. Right, but he's an established, you know, star now quarterback. He is. Yeah, right. Listen, Cowboy fans look at other Cowboy fans wearing Cowboy gear, and they're like, they give each other like that nod, like that Cowboy-looking nod, like, I see you, Cowboy fan. That's right. <laughs> and, there's a, and there's a brotherhood. There is a brotherhood oh, amongst look, the Cowboy fans. JR in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. Quote, they saying? ain't them. Sedano about the Cowboys. We'll remember that. Hashtag Cowboys Nation. I hope you remember it. Get on them, Cowboys Nation. I mean, Get you got, I mean, you got Cowboy fans already here telling, telling me if they win this week, they're already going to the Super Bowl. Like, what are we talking about here? If the Cowboys lose this weekend, are you going to be doing an Instagram live video afterwards just laughing at all the Cowboy fans? No, that's that? a Stephen A. bit. I don't need all to right. do that. I didn't know if you yeah, were going to jump thing. on that bandwagon, you know? No, that's not my thing. Tell you but right I now, also I also think I am actually jealous of him that I didn't think of that bit first. Dude, it was, like it's a, a brilliant bit. bit. I know I made the big mistake of becoming the Charger hater. There's no Charger yeah. fans. Yeah. Yeah. You know, By the, the five way, people that come at me, big deal. St- speaking of our guy, Stephen A., Stephen A. told a great Kobe story on Howard Stern today, but amazing. he also went at one particular person during his media tour of his book that he should not have gone at. And I'll tell you, I've, I've told the story about going at this particular person, and it never ends well. And Stephen A., Stephen A may need to repent, is what oh, I would say. I saw him backtracking. I so saw let, him. we'll get into all that after Radio Tinder. Radio Tinder, though, is next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks, Christopher. Cappy, what did you uh, what did you think about that Morales owning that right there? Yeah, it was good. I, I tried to explain to him yesterday. I'm like, there's only really one Popeye. And he's like, well, Popeye's the chicken place. It has nothing to do with Popeye, the, 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 the guy with spinach. But the, the Sedano Cap community, Circle of Trust, found out it was the case. That's right. You know why I know this kind of stuff? Because you went in there? No, George. Come on. It's because I'm a real one, dude. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. On God. Oh, For God. Real. For real. I didn't know that either, and I used to watch Popeye. Like, my dad loved, like, you know, when we watched cartoons when I was little, loved Popeye. So I didn't know it either. Back in the old days when we used to go to shopping malls and they had video arcades, Popeye was shopping like my favorite malls. video game. That's right. They had a Popeye video game? Popeye video game. It was wow. a bomb video game. Oh, geez. It's kind of like Donkey Kong with Popeye. Oh, geez. Anyway, Radio Tinder. So, guys, a robot vacuum cleaner took photographs of a woman while she was sitting on the toilet with the images ending up being shared on Facebook. The nice. iRobot Roomba entered her bathroom and took intimate images, and then they ended up being circulated among social media groups. Oh. They were taken by a development of the cleaning robot and sent to Scale AI, which is a software startup company, with workers from across the globe. So now this woman is suing Roomba because she said she did not consent to them taking any photos with her, her vacuum cleaner, which, you know, that makes sense. Does this make you think twice about buying high-tech slash robotic appliances? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Yeah, first of all, I didn't know Roomba could take pictures either. Did you know that? Well, not all of them do, but this one was like a, a new one that they were like sh testing out, I guess. She bought it? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter where. if she bought it or not because it's like a new model. She's testing it, whatever, and that's yeah. I guess one of the things in it that that's she didn't know about. Stuff. Why do you want your vacuum cleaner taking pictures? It's a great question. I mean, what what would be the purpose of that even be? You know what I mean? Well, maybe this, George. You ready for this? Um, you got this little vacuum cleaner, right? And you want to send it mechanically underneath your couch, and then you want to have images transported to your phone so you could see if there's crumbs underneath your couch and uh, where you might want your little mechanical vacuum cleaner to go clean is that does that make any sense i mean is that a real thing did i just make that up you know what i think i think it's because you know how people have like pet cameras mm -hmm. and they're like want to check on their pet at home or whatever maybe people really have nothing better to do than see like what their vacuum is doing while they're at work or something no i don't think so I no don't think, no i don't think the, hey i wonder if my vacuum is still in the closet <laughs> maybe maybe they don't have pets you know mm. Maybe they're like Mason and they don't like pets. I'm still a little freaked out on the whole <laughs> story like about stray cats. Yeah, where right. I don't really get that she's got this vacuum thing in her house and the vacuum comes into her bathroom and is like, ooh, I got to take a picture of this and then I got to have it uploaded to some AI. Th I mean, the whole thing seems weird to me. Well, it's probably why she's suing them. But uh, can you imagine like a bunch of dudes that are like on their computers and all of a sudden like these pictures are distributed to them? Like, what the hell's going on there? Get it together, Roomba. If you have a fetish about women sitting on the toilet, All that's right, come on. Gross. That's a C. Weird, 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 weird. Gross. All right, well... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. We're going off the rails. We're heading in that direction. <laughs> I think it went off the rails when Cappy tried to tell the joke about him not being at the game. That was a really, really bad joke. It wasn't really intended to be a joke. I was trying to make the bad. point, though, that I'm at the game, but I'm not at the game. Right, but we didn't get it. And you but you should have just said, sorry, Lindsay, you should have just said that. So I was at the game last night, but I really wasn't there All because right, while I was there, the game was going on and it really <laughs> had nothing Ay, to do with mio. me. Okay, next. So in recent months, many public universities have restricted access to TikTok on school computers, mobile phones, and Wi-Fi. That's because those particular states have banned the app on government-owned devices and networks. Governors have cited cybersecurity issues and fears over Chinese spying as the reason for the bans. So... Cappy, especially for you, who has a bunch of kids in college, and Sedano, eventually you are going to, with TikTok being such a popular app, and it being, you know, a lot of people use it as a form of communication, I'm going to do a big deal or no deal since we don't have time for it today. Is that a big deal to you guys, that like they're banning TikTok in universities now? Pretty surprised about it. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of stuff about TikTok we don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't and, use and, TikTok at all. I mean, I, I think I'm. Does anybody here use TikTok? Yes, I use it for a little. I, I don't. I don't post on it, but I use it for a lot of things. Are we missing? Are the four of us in the minority? Are we missing the boat, George? You said yesterday that ESPN we are, like, we went are. through um, all the social media platforms and how many users they have and which ones are most impactful. And we all seem to be so Twitter centric when maybe we should all be using Instagram and TikTok and Facebook rather than Twitter. Well, Sedano's been telling us that for a while because that's what they yeah. say at the ESPN, uh, uh, you know, the seminars. Yeah, but you guys all think that Facebook is for old people. It is. It is. Like, there's data that shows well, that but, the demographic but they, is. But they've told us Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, and 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 uh, TikTok are the ones that have been surging by far, like, mm -hmm. certainly. I mean, Facebook has just, like, first, maybe not first to market, but first big one to, to market, really. You TikTok know? has, like, the biggest, like, they have the most, it's the biggest app, like, social media app. They have the most users of anybody. Yeah. I mean, I just opened up TikTok. I never use TikTok. Oh, and the first one I see is unique the yeah. very first one is unique i posted something like not too long ago and then like people really like were receptive to it i was like oh i should do this more often what do you post on there so a lot about my weight loss i mean i don't have a lot like but all the other stuff has been about my weight loss or like women empowerment stuff but the last one that i did was about like just kind of having like um like not feeling good enough or like you're like imposter syndrome i was looking for that uh at work People are receptive to that. I have 40 new followers on TikTok, and I haven't been on TikTok in ages. I haven't been either. I mean, maybe I got to start getting into TikTok. I mean, I, I use it for, like, recipes. I use it for outfits. because A lot really of people bad. use it to consume, right, yes. to mm -hmm. learn yeah. stuff. That the, the commercials for TikTok are that, are like, you want to learn stuff? Go to TikTok. It's where I find outfit ideas pretty much every day. There you go. My daughter told me that there's a TikTok trend recently going on. And I've been doing this treadmill workout where it's 30 minutes at the 12 um, incline at 3.2 or 3 something. And she's like, yeah, Dad, it's a TikTok workout. And I'm like, it is? Okay, I'll try it out. Everything's a TikTok something. You want to know, I was actually talking to uh, Greg about the No, it was Morales. Oh, my God. There's this really funny uh, trend on TikTok where for, it started with this girl who was at this guy's house after she like hooked up with him. And it was the middle of the night. And she was like, 
I just hooked up with this guy, and now I'm using his bathroom, and so I'm going to rate his bathroom on a scale of one to ten. And she looks into, like, like she opens the drawers and like, the medicine cabinet, and she's like, oh, there's a woman shampoo in there. He must have a girlfriend. I better go. So oh, all these other hell. people started doing it. It's really funny. It's oh, weird. hell. It's funny. Why? You don't want people looking in your bathroom, Cappy? I don't care. You can look at my bathroom. I don't have anything to hide. I bet yours would be, like, a three out of ten. I do have one thing that I probably wouldn't want you to see in my bathroom. I don't want to know. I should probably get rid of this What's thing. What's next, Lindsay? All right, so last one here. The average price of a ticket to the 49ers playoff game against the Cowboys this Sunday topped $1,400 on yep. secondary market, according to Ticket IQ. It's the most expensive divisional round game in more than 10 years. Uh, the Eagles' upcoming game against the Giants is the second spot. Just to get in, like the get-in price for it right now is like $9,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys ever paid more, you know, like a lot of money like that for a big game? No chance. Um, not that much. Um, so, what's the I, most? I've paid a penny, a pretty penny at times, depending on the scenario. Um, not me. I don't know. I feel like I've probably gone as high as like several hundred dollars for a ticket. You know what I mean? Like, like five, six hundred bucks, depending on the event. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that's probably about the range I'm willing to spend. You know, uh, you got that, that Sedano money though, right? But it's got to be a real like important event. Like I'll give you an example, right? Um, last year, I told you I did like a last second trip to the Elite Eight because the Miami Hurricanes went and they'd never been to the Elite Eight. So I'm like, dude, they've never been. I'm gonna go. It's in Chicago, and I my daughter went with me, and we went and we met up with some friends of mine, and it was awesome. Um, and those tickets were expensive. They were probably like three or four hundred bucks. Like they weren't cheap. Mm. Um, and we got good seats, like you know. So. so it turns out we were having this exact same conversation last night in the suite at the game where I wasn't at the game, but I was still at the suite. You know who wanted to go to the game this weekend? Jacob and Ronnie. And Jacob was like, "Dude, have you seen the prices for these games?" And I'm like, "No, what's up?" And he started telling me about how crazy the prices are for this Niners game. But think about it: the Niners are at home, it's Cowboys. Yeah. Okay, they're playing against the Cowboys, and think of the market. You know, the the Silicon Valley market. They moved there, the Niners, from downtown San Francisco. They moved to Silicon Valley mm-hmm. so that they could be where all the money is. Right. And so the people who have those tickets, they're putting them up for sale, but they're waiting for everybody else who got the money to buy those tickets. I mean, they're crazy expensive. Yeah. All right. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530, sometimes 530 adjacent. Coming up next, Stephen A. Smith on Howard Stern had a really funny story about him and Kobe Bryant and his relationship. And then Stephen A. went on a talk show, a daytime talk show, and apparently besmirched. Not, you know, I'm not going to do it. He said some stuff about Rihanna and Beyonce, and man, that is the wrong conversation to have on national television. Why? What is because, the big deal? What's the problem? Uh, my guy, what don't you understand about this conversation? We've had this before. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let. I'm, we're gonna have to have. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna have it again, so you understand it, so you don't make the same mistake Stephen A. just made. Okay? okay, good, good. Thank you for that. Okay, all right, we'll help you out. But first, Radio Tinder's presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I was just going to say, he just said it a few moments ago. Well, that's Although I, I am a little was. disappointed that Christopher didn't go with Pitbull and Kesha Timber. I'm disappointed in Chris for another reason. What was Why that? is that? Do you guys know it's DJ Quick's birthday? Oh, I did not birthday, know it was DJ, DJ Quick. Quick's birthday. Shout yeah. out DJ. Yeah, yeah. 53 today and I did not hear no DJ Quick rejoin. Just saying, Morales. That's, that's mm. my bad because I didn't put it on the uh, sheet. Oh, do uh, better, No, he Lindsay. should know that's DJ Quick. There's some birthdays you just know. Come on, Lindsay. Do and better. I know he's around somewhere. Yeah. Stop saying do better, Cap. It's annoying. No, it's my new thing. I hate when people say that. You know that? Know. Well, so but annoying. But, but don't you understand? <laughs> I hated it at the beginning. Now I use it all the time. Hungarian I hate heat. It. I hated do better. Hated it. You don't get the joke, apparently. But no, okay. I get it, because that's what I used to say. <laughs> See, yeah. now you, but I've passed it on to you. I'm Lindsay not baseball. even here right now. I'm just like, I'm not even here. I passed it we're on to you. We're not working today. We, we're here, but we're not really here. Yeah, well, you yeah, guys yeah. are all consumed with bathroom etiquette. You know, me, I'm. Y'all I'm nasty. Fine. Y'all well, nasty. You nasty, because Sedano nasty. said that he agrees that it was weird. Do it's weird. See? Yeah. All right. Uh, Laura, you should end the show with Pitbull featuring Kesha Timber. Okay. Yeah. That could give us like our 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 you know our uh, heads up that we need to go to break basically. I'll do I'll do Tinder transition into DJ Quick. Oh, there you go. We can do that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, so anyway, by the way, I used to love when that song. You know, remember when that was like part? That was the ABC ESPN like playoff thing forever for like maybe not forever for one whole season. It was super catchy that year. Uh, so song? anyway, the Timber by uh, Pitbull and Kesha. Oh my God, Cap! What? You really aren't here. What are you, you know talking what? about? You gave you. Okay, here's the thing. I always <laughs> own my faults. Today, Lindsay sent an email and I was like, girl, blah, 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 blah. And she had put it on the email. So I felt dumb. I'm like, ooh, I'm busting a cap, not reading emails. You called out Sedano yesterday for not listening. But no, you do it all the time. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? You got. We're talking about a couple of different songs. We're talking about Nelly. Then we were talking about no, but Pitbull that was that was and done, Kesha. Though, right? Then we yeah. were talking about somebody else. And so when he said that that it was a somebody's theme song, I'm like, who? Which one? Keep up, Cappy. Keep up. Come I on. Guess so I got to do better, Lindsay. Tell do me, better. do better. I hate when people say that. Do better. That's a good drop. I'm gonna cut that. That was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So Stephen A. Smith was on Howard Stern and told a great story about Kobe. <laughs> Basically, I'll just let him do it because he explains it. Basically, Kobe was pissed off at him about something and left him a voicemail. Uh, play the uh, Howard Stern clip, courtesy of SiriusXM. Oh, yes, uh, he scared me. Now, he scared me. Kobe, <laughs> scared, he the, Kobe, Kobe scared the living shit out of me because here's why. Kobe was a savant. You did not know more basketball than Kobe Bryant. Right. So when Kobe Bryant called you, 
to complain, and, and this is exact. I can quote him. I mean, I could, oh, I miss him so much. I can quote him for you right now. Voicemail. You know who this is, motherfucker. <laughs> Get your ass up. Pick up the phone and call me back. That bullshit you just said. Wow. And don't keep me waiting but so long either. Your ass better not go on the air and say some other before you talk to me. What did you Kobe. say? What did you say? I would say something along the lines of, you know something? I don't like the way he's playing. It's selfish basketball right now. Look at this shot. Look at that shot selection. Look at this decision. Wow. What the hell is he doing? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he called me up. And so he called me up. And I'll be like this. What now, man? And, he's, and he'll say, look, you say you watching basketball. The mother watch the game. You didn't see this person do this. You didn't see him do this. You didn't see this dude miss this back cut. You didn't see this dude miss this dunk. You didn't see him drop the damn three passes that I threw to him over the first 20 minutes. The <laughs> f*** are you talking about? And by the way, you see here and you see this coach, right? He don't know what he's doing, Steve. He don't know what he's doing, Steve. What you doing? What you talking about? So you're going to bring up all that shit about me, but you didn't bring up that. And I went like this. Well, we were talking about you. I get all what you're saying. But that don't absolve the shit you did. And then we get into it. And he says, wow. and then he'll go like this. I have no idea why I love your ass. I really don't. <laughs> Sometimes I really, really don't. But I love you. He said, but you go in the air, you say that shit again. I'm calling you to curse your ass out. <laughs> I love that story. I thought that was great. Yeah. And it's, it's you know. It's very real. That's, uh, I mean, anyone, I, I wasn't as privy to Kobe as Stephen A or many others like Ramona were uh, or John Ireland, but that the interactions, you, you know, you could see them. That is absolutely, because here's the thing about Kobe in the, towards the end of his career, probably the last, you know, six, seven, eight years, he just was dropping S-bombs and F-bombs in like group settings. Like it didn't really matter anymore. Like he was just like, whatever. Yeah. What I really love about that story, though, is so Stephen A., very smart, obviously, he's promoting a book, and you go everywhere you can to promote your book. And Stern, if, if you can get on Stern, that's a great place to go. Now, I can only imagine how it goes down, where Stern's producer comes to him and goes, hey, we would like to put Stephen A. Smith on. And Howard goes, who's Stephen A. Smith? And his, his producers, who are all sports fans, are going, dude, you don't get it, man. This guy's like the voice of ESPN. He's hilarious. He's got great stories to tell. He's promoting a book. And Howard's like, okay, if that's what you guys want to do. Because Howard don't know anything about sports. Doesn't have no, any interest No, he doesn't in know a ton about sports. No, no. Has he no he knows like the basic stuff, though. He knows like who Tom Brady and LeBron are and people like that. Yeah, but, he has, but, he but he's not interested. He's not a sports fan. No, I'm with he's, you. Yes. He's interested in like, you know, movies and comic books and hot yeah. chicks and whatever. Yeah. Right. But I loved it, man. I thought that was a great job by Stephen A. I, I applaud Stephen A., man. I mean, you got a lot of fans out there. Publish a book, dude, which he did, and I'm sure he's making bank off of it. Yeah, hopefully that's the case for him. Now, here's the other thing. Now, apparently he went on, I want to make sure I have this right. He went on a show, a daytime mm -hmm. talk show. Sherry? The Sherry yeah. show? I don't, I've not I'm not familiar it. with Sherry. I, I, I don't is watch it on daytime before TV. Judge Judy or is it on after Judge Judy? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I Judge think she, Brown? she took over for uh, Ellen, didn't she? Maybe. Oh, is that right? I think. I don't know. I didn't watch Ellen either. I so could I, be wrong. I, you know, How my about Kelly Clarkson? To... Is Kelly Clarkson still on? I think she's still on, yeah. Or she's on again. So anyway, she, he went on. And we don't have, do we don't have that audio, right? Do we? I do not, no. Oh, okay. So he basically went on and she asked him, Sherry asked him about the Super Bowl halftime, which is Rihanna. 
And and Stephen A says something to the effect of, oh, yeah, it should be great, but, you know, she's no Beyonce. Okay, and then, why is that such a problem? Bro. Yeah, what? You can't be comparing those two, bro. Like, why? you got you got the Bayhive, you got mm-hmm. Riri Navy. Like, there's just, it's like Cowboys Niners. You, we were just talking, right? It's a rivalry. Like, you can't be talking about that. Oh, like really? That. Like, Beyonce and Rihanna are a rivalry? Like, I mean, Michael Jackson fans. versus Prince? Their fans are def- yes, so like that. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, the fans they get. I told you the story when I did Mike and Mike years ago mm-hmm. that Big Baby Glenn Davis came on the air because there was some story about Rihanna and Matt Barnes, and then Rihanna had said, "I don't even know who Matt Barnes is," and TMZ because TMZ approached her about a, an alleged relationship between her and Matt Barnes, our pal Matt Barnes. And we had big baby Glenn Davis on. It was me and Chris Carter. I'll never forget filling in for Greeny and Golick. And we asked him and he's like, man, she knows who he is. And all of a sudden, you know, we left the show like whatever. It was literally like the last segment or the second to last segment of the show. And we left the show. And like an hour later, I come back out of meetings or whatever. And my Twitter, my Twitter's blowing up for just asking the question. And it's like, she said she doesn't know who he is. And who are you? To, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I just asked the question because it was on TMZ. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I know Stephen A. I'll tell you right now, he's going from place to place around New York City promoting this book. And he's in the yeah. back of a limousine. And yeah. his, his and phone he apologized up. Yeah. to Rihanna. He's, he's like, hey, y'all, um, I got to be more responsible with my words because all I was trying to say was, you know, Rihanna's great, but I like Beyonce. And, oh, my God, the storm that has taken place. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's going to get canceled. Uh, well, I don't think he's getting canceled. Oh, he's not? They're no. not? He's not getting canceled? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he So, hold on. There's an actual... He's tweeted a bunch of times. I'm telling you, like, you don't understand. No, or I don't. Or if we can load this real quick, or Lindsay, if we can load this real quick, just what Stephen A's apology was about Rihanna. I do um, not understand this. So, he, he tweeted out an apology to Rihanna for his words. Got to be more careful. And he's, like you said, he's in, like, some SUV or something like that. And then he tweeted again after that. Horrific mistake. Something that was supposed to be a fun moment on <laughs> Sherry Shepard's show has gotten out of hand. An overzealous member on my management team which has access to my account posted something i would never say about rihanna her fans or any other artist the post has been removed my social management team will never make a mistake like this again my apologies again to rihanna and just to be clear i'm a huge fan sherry and i were just having fun that is all what so wait the apology there was a part in there you read i'm like wait what his his staff what does staff had to do with anything? They weren't on on the Sherry show. So when the Sherry show, they they posted the clip. His his social media team. Stephen mm-hmm. A has his team. Mm-hmm. A team. They posted. <laughs> it's not just Morales. It's it's like he's got a whole team. Right. He's know, not like just Keyshawn. Morales like Keyshawn. Yeah. Right. Like you know, it's Morales tweeting as Keyshawn. Like he's got like a whole team. And oh, they posted the thing about him having some fun about Beyonce over over Riri. And you can't be doing that, bro. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I see Sherry's show. She says, well, he said he was a straight shooter, and then he sounds off on Rihanna's upcoming Super Bowl performance. Wow. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't have known that this was such a big deal. I'm also the moron yeah. that bought the yeah. black you know, Air Force Ones thinking that they were yeah. dope, and now people <laughs> tell me that I'm not dope, yeah. that I'm, yeah. I'm looking for smoke. So, Laura, just play – I know it's like three minutes long, but just play the beginning of it so we can get the gist of it if you have it there. I just got out of a first take and I saw some headline that's circulating all over the place about my quote that Rihanna ain't Beyonce. See, you know, I'm going to own it. I know what y'all trying to do. 
but I'm going to own it because I get paid to speak for a living, so I need to be more careful. I want Rihanna to know you're a superstar. You're sensational. You're spectacular. You're no joke. And you are a worthy person to be doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Having said all of that, I was answering a question from Sherry Shepard, who took over the Wendy Williams show and now got her own thing going, and I'm very proud of her. And she asked me with a bunch of sisters in the audience what she asked me. Now I'm a Beyonce fan. I think that Beyonce is not only a phenomenal performer, the phenomenal performer. And the only reason any kind of comparison came into play is because Beyonce performed at halftime of the Super Bowl, not just by herself, but one separate Super Bowl performance with Bruno Mars and Coldplay. And I thought those were two of the greatest shows that I've ever seen. So what I'm saying is anybody has to measure up to that. Last year, with Snoop and Dre and Mary J and Eminem, I was like, Bruno Mars, Beyonce, Coldplay, big time. They got to measure up to that. Anybody who does Super Bowl, a Super Bowl halftime show, forever I'm going to say Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Coldplay, and then Beyonce by themselves. Michael Jackson could still be alive, and I would say it's got to measure up to that. Okay, we get it. Eminem. We get it. We get it. We get it. So anyway, I don't like. I don't blame him. Their fans are like rivals on social media. They go at each other. They go at people who say anything about their artist. They go at each other. It's wild. Like you don't want to get involved in that. In that. In those circles. That's ridiculous, yeah. though. That wow. he he had to do that. I feel like it's a little over the top. I mean, yeah. my goodness. As like, Dead you talk about a guy five, who never apologizes. What does he need to apologize, man? He's out Dead there Meow, doing his thing. As Dead Meow Five just says, Rihanna versus Beyonce Twitter is like L.A. Cap versus San Diego Cap. Oh. Oh yeah, the fans of the L.A. show versus the S.D. show they go at each other. Right. A lot of anger. I was surprised to see Howard Alonzo is trying to argue with me like he always does that the fans are not rivals. Bro, I've seen them go at each other on social media with my own eyes, okay? Who's coming Stop. at you right now? Who is Howard it? Alonzo, who always goes at me like he's always trying Get to him, correct Howard. me. Bro, Get I him, know Howard. what I saw with my own eyes, Howard. Get him, Howard. Come on. I love you, Howard, but stop. Yeah, it's I just know like what that I've guy seen. Greg, that guy Greg and PV who's always all over me. I mean, I can't say anything without Greg and PV being all no, over. No, but Greg me. and PV like he's he's right about you though. Oh, get out of here. Get him, Howard. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Don't you hear Kesha and Pitbull? And now we hear DJ Quick now. Right, sorry, sorry. Laura was in my ear counting me well, down. You're in trouble now. No, I. well, it was Kesha and Pitbull earlier. Now it's DJ Quick. Shout out to DJ Quick. Happy birthday. All right, we're out. Peace. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.